0: Thank you for choosing Weekly Politics as your uh, podcast today. And today I'm going to try to cover what Biden's disaster of his first, I think it's three months already, three disastrous months of his presidency so far. I'm expecting quite a few more hiccups and probably even a hundred days without a press conference from him. Quite a disaster. So let's start with what his policies are. During the first debates, Biden talked quite often about his plan and his idea or so-called plan to stop the COVID virus. He never told us what the plan was. He never explained any details about the plan or even released a possibility of nominees that might help him or advise him to get rid of this COVID virus, which is a horrible thing. This pandemic is beyond me never seen anything like it before in my lifetime Uh, so when Biden first entered office he reversed 17 Trump era policies with an executive order well that's kinda what you expect I guess since he's a new president from the opposite party you kinda expect him to do the opposite right but this made a disaster at our border each day there are more and more illegal immigrants illegal aliens, whatever you want to call them, entering our country. Not because we have poor security, but because Biden decided to open the border, the southern border, which is really hypocritical. He increases the border, or or I should say, travel ban on Europe, which is something Trump did when Trump was president, and Trump got called xenophobic for that. But then Biden does it, and everyone's like, yes, Biden's helping to stop the spread of the coronavirus. It's really interesting to see how stupid some people are. But then he opens the border in the South, in a way. I mean, obviously, you can't come in illegally, but you can most certainly come in illegally. How does this make sense? Biden just needs to get his head around some stuff. So let's talk about what he did with the economy. We had the highest stock market ever before the COVID crash, and then, well, COVID came in and decided to ruin absolutely everything. Our economy was ruined. We had the highest unemployment in an extremely long time. It was a disaster, and I'm not going to blame Trump for it because Trump did what his advisors told him to, and what the Democrats wanted him to do, surprisingly. Trump closed the economy. And now we see that that was a bad idea. We didn't know at that time, but we do know now. That was obviously a horrible, horrible idea. And we, I believe that all economies and all states should be open completely. But then, of course, states start opening up. Because, well, they can. They start seeing that coronavirus might not ever go away. It might always be with us. Maybe not as bad as it is right now. But it will probably always be with us in some form or another. So states start opening up and instantly the uh, stock market goes up and unemployment goes down. It still is really high right now, unfortunately. So let's, let's back up just a little bit. We have unemployment is going down, but think about that. We have the lowest living wages on or in the United States ever but yet unemployment is going down. How? Well, the problem is that liberal states run by liberal governors, for example, in New York, run by Cuomo, it's just, they're disasters. They refuse to do the right thing. They refuse to open up. They are quite literally staying closed because the party agrees with them. It's stupid. So if you live in that state, you're having an, I guarantee you, unless you're rich, you're having an extremely hard time paying for your house or your apartment, paying for your food, paying for your gas, paying for your insurance even. And this is only happening in liberal states. Don't get me wrong, there are some poor people who are having problems paying for their uh, needs in conservative states. But not near as many. It's not because of COVID. Those people were struggling before too, unfortunately. So another question is, can Biden fix this? Can Biden make those liberal states? conservative or act more conservative, obviously he won't because Biden's a liberal, but let's go with Biden's plan, as we now know, thanks to, well, him leaking it through after he was elected. Funny how after he's elected, he suddenly shows us what his plan is by, well, by those executive orders, 17 executive orders, raising the minimum wage to more than double, and if I'm not wrong here, let me check this to make sure. Biden is raising the minimum wage 2.14 times higher than it is right now. That is crazy. Usually, the minimum wage is only raised in certain times because, let's say, uh, during the Great Depression, uh, FDR raised the minimum wage because otherwise you just get paid like a penny an hour, and that, that's wrong. We need the minimum wage to make sure people don't get paid slave wages. But the question is: Is raising the minimum wage fifteen dollars an hour worth it? Studies show, as I did research uh, in Oregon and Portland, to be specific, Portland, Oregon, the city of Portland, raises minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour. The rest of the state raised it to eleven an hour. I believe they have plans to raise it again, though. And the instant they raise the minimum wage their unemployment skyrocketed. Their homelessness skyrocketed. It did go down over a period of two years, but it didn't go down lower than it was before. It went down to a similar number as before they raised the minimum wage. So raising the minimum wage does absolutely nothing. So raising the minimum wage or raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour from seven twenty-five an hour is a bad idea especially on a federal level you think businesses like let's say say small businesses like a small bakery in your town that's not a franchise or anything just a small locally run bakery do you think that bakery can survive paying their employees fifteen dollars an hour their high school 14 to 15 maybe even 16 year old employees fifteen dollars an hour I would be happy getting paid 10 an hour. So obviously he cannot fix the economy with raising the minimum wage. What about stimulus checks though? What about giving us money? Free money from the government. Oh boy. Well there's a famous saying that I heard Dave Ramsey say. And don't get me wrong. I'm not the world's biggest fan of Dave Ramsey. But he does say some smart things every now and then. Money isn't free. You work for it. So, endless stimulus checks? Isn't that free money, though? No, it's not. You're quite literally getting money that you are already going to pay the government back within the next three to four years. It's a rip-off. These stimulus checks will never end. It's, it's probably the second biggest disaster ever during Biden's so far three-month presidency. It's stupid. It's dumb. It does have the agreement of both parties, unfortunately. Mitch McConnell, for example, well, he disagrees. But I kind of disagree with him in multiple cases, which I uh, can talk about later. But there are multiple Republicans and multiple Democrats that agree with the stimulus, uh, stimulus checks. It's kind of unfortunate to see. Because your kids and you will be paying for those stimulus checks in your taxes. Your income taxes, your... If you own a business, your employee tax, any type of tax that exists today, it's a disaster. They might fix the economy temporarily for six months, but it's going to be destroyed afterwards. No one wants to work when you're receiving so-called free money. Another thing Biden did, he rejoined the Paris Climate Agreement. But <laughs> this kind of makes me laugh up. Is this really an agreement, though? Because, I mean... Who's benefiting from the Paris Climate so-called agreement? Is it really good that we joined and that we're paying a massive, absolutely incredible amount of money to the Paris Climate Agreement when other countries are paying a tiny little bit? I'm talking percent-wise here, percent of GDP, not actual numbers, just percent of GDP. So I don't believe it's good, no, it's a horrible thing. We should not have joined this Paris Climate Agreement, it's a disaster. We're just, we're like, what are we going to do with that money? <laughs> we're sending some money out to other countries in Europe and stuff like that, and they're just, what? What are they doing with it? Spending it on women's rights that they already have? <laughs> it's a disaster. Or are they going to spend it on so-called green energy? For example, wind turbines, solar panels. Those are stupid. Think about it. You, If you're going to spend a massively just incredibly massive amounts of money on wind turbines and solar panels to replace the extremely common natural gas and coal plants, that's a problem because the instant you do that, you can build, I believe it's, mm, let's say 10 solar panels before you reach the amount that you need to power, or before you reach the amount that can power as many homes and as many this and that, that a, uh natural gas power plant can do and that's that's ten And once you build ten solar panels you've mined an enormous amount of materials out of the earth and mining releases CO2 so doing that is horribly ineffective and actually worse for the environment than just using natural gas for your energy so then let's go to wind turbines. Well wind turbines you have to mine even more and they have a concrete base. Concrete releases about I think it's one pounds of CO2 per year one pound per three pounds of concrete I believe it's an enormous amount let me look it up for you okay so the average 927 kilogram or 2044 pounds of CO2 are emitted for every 2,205 pounds of Portland cement produced in the United States, that is about, so let's do 2,205 divided by 2,044, that is 1.08 approximately pounds of CO2, or no, One for one pound of CO2 there is 1.08 pounds of concrete, my bad, that is, that is stupendous. Just enormous I amount of c o two It's incredible it's no one's benefiting from this. They all think they are, and let's let's prove it. Let's look at the graphs. Europe, which has a massive population of seven hundred and twenty three million I believe it is around that not actually that massive, but they have that seven hundred and twenty three million population, and they are attempting to make wind turbines. And green energy, their most dominant source of energy. Oh, dominant over nuclear and other other kind of stuff. Uh, that's that's kind of wrong because once they did that, after three years, you look at the graphs, and the only country that's actually gone down in CO2 emissions is the United States. Europe has stayed relatively the same all throughout. Why? Well, because what they're doing is wrong. It's not working, obviously. The reason why the United States went down is not because we joined the Paris Climate Agreement, but because we are switching to natural gas. Natural gas is actually better for the environment, if you're into that kind of stuff. I'm sure you don't need to worry about that though, because, uh, well, you all can just ride bike to your sport games, right? You don't need to drive a car, you don't need to do any of that horrible stuff, which is absolutely horrible for the environment. No, you can just, you know walk, ride a bike, to your women's sports games, even though you're a man, you just want to be like dominant in sports, you're just doing women's sports, you know, which by the way, Biden made that legal now, you can now, if you are a man, or if you identify, or if you're, sorry, if you are biologically a man, and you identify as a female, you can do women's sports. (laughs) The idea of this is to end sports segregation, but some segregation, and don't, don't murder me for saying this, but some segregation is okay. Because we segregate women's sports from men's sports because men are naturally more athletic with most sports than women. It's a fact. I'm sorry if I insulted any of you women out there, but that's a fact. And so if you let men do women's sports, just just imagine what's going to happen. It's going to be instantly, This there were uh, records broken instantly that were... Thirty-year-old records made by women, I respect those records. They're incredible, incredibly talented women. Men join, boom, women's records are broken instantly. Imagine that. It's it's stupid. Like I think segregation with, with sports, I mean gender segregation, is it's wrong because they're they're trying to make equal opportunity, but they're getting unequal outcome. So let me ask you what's more important. Is equal opportunity or equal outcome more important to you? Let me know. It's... Cancel culture. You guys remember the story? Uh, I can't remember what it was. Last year, during the school year. Uh, I can't remember the exact time and date. But there was this guy who held up a sign that said... Uh, donate beer money or something like that and it had his account number and stuff on it and he actually got like $600 worth of beer money (laughs) and then he decided you know what I'm going to change this I'm going to donate this money to a hospital so he changed the link and all that kind of stuff and changed the title to hospital money or something like that and he got I believe it was millions or almost a million dollars to donate to that hospital which is a wonderful 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 thing And then a reporter comes along and decides, you know what? When you were like 13 years old, you did this horrible, horrible thing. You all said something racist on Twitter. (gasps) Oh, no, horrible. And that guy's like, oh, I'm sorry. I guess you got to cancel me now. And the reporter's like, yeah, you're canceled. You cannot actually donate to the hospital because you did a horrible, horrible, horrible thing. Imagine that. About a million dollars going to a hospital. Helping kids heal. Get better or even if some of those kids don't have a future helping them feel better it's just beautiful but then this reporter comes along and uses cancel culture against him, cancels him because he said something when he was 13 years old that he should not have said well of course when when we look into it we find that the reporter said something even worse so who are we going to cancel? the guy or the reporter? well I don't think we should have cancelled any of them the reporter was just doing his job But cancelling him was not the reporter's job. The reporter should have just said, you know what? This happened. Just letting you all know, this happened at this point in time, on this day, for this and this reason. He should not have attempted to cancel the guy. That was wrong. Horrible. They're literally, they're hypocrites. That's what they are. They're hypocrites. They say, oh, I care for you. I care for you. I care for you. And I care for you. I care so much for you that you don't even know how much I care for you and then they cancel this guy cancel him donating money to a hospital caring for children there and they cancel him stupid and now we, we see the latest cancel culture Dr. Suss, I mean <clears throat> Dr. Seuss <laughs> oh man Dr. Seuss you know when I was a kid like a young kid he was my favorite author he had such funny books that rhymed all the time Sam, Green Eggs and Ham. Sam, I am. I do not like Green Eggs and Ham. Quite funny. I love it. Love that book even today. It's like bedtime story time. Just read Dr. Seuss books, you know? Yeah. Well, guess what? You can't read those books anymore because cancel culture is ruining them. Um. Actually, in 1943, Dr. Seuss, I mean Dr. Seuss, um, he, he wrote something, I mean drew something that uh a black people he drew them looking like a monkey yeah that was super racist so you can't actually read those books anymore how about you just choose not to read those books instead of tearing these books off those shelves how about you just close your eyes and don't read the books if you don't want to i'm gonna give you an example i'm not the world's biggest fan of harry potter i've never read the books why i i don't like the author very much that's just my opinion I'm not going to force you to agree with me. I'm not going to force people to tear those books off of those shelves. No. We have something called freedom of press. Those books can be on those shelves. If you don't want to read them, then don't. Simple as that. You don't need to go to school to learn it. It's kind of like... I kind of feel like cancel culture is like the actual military of America kind of sometimes. I mean like... I just heard... Uh, Burma or Myanmar, whatever you want to call them these days, <laughs> they have a yeah, they have some crazy stuff going on there I just heard that their military overthrew their president or so-called president again so now the military is in charge of the country kind of feel like that's going on here but cancel culture is in, for, in charge of the country speaking of military though let's go Biden needlessly attacked Syria okay Start from the beginning, we have this war going on with Iraq, or Iran, sorry, and it's, it's basically a war going on with the entire Middle East, a war against terror, we'll call it that. And I think we need to stop. This war against terror is working. Um, no terrorist, or at least ISIS anyway, does not own any land anymore, and if they do, it's very, very small, and the United States goes and takes it. We are keeping them there, but this this isn't going to work because terrorism, the terrorist groups are controlling the Middle East nations. We can't keep our troops here for long. And what's even worse about this is Russia likes the Middle East. So if we ever get in a conflict with another Middle East country, Russia is very, very, very likely to be involved in some way. Maybe not directly. Maybe it'll be like another Cold War. You never know. But it's very, very likely. So Biden needlessly attacked Syria. We don't have any reason to attack Syria as of right now. Trump did when he killed the terrorists, but Biden did not do it to kill terrorists. He didn't kill any known terrorists. As far as we know, I actually don't know the exact amount of people that died, but as far as I know, they were just military men, but we're not at war with Syria. What's the point of killing military men at that point unless they're terrorists? Well, they weren't. At least as far as we know, they weren't. So Biden needlessly bombed Syria. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, Syria. I don't like Syria. Don't get me wrong. I, I hate, I despise Syria to the highest degree. But we're not at war with them. You don't need to bomb them. Simple as that. And then China. I I despise China with all my heart, mind, and soul here. China decided to raise her defense budget and told their military to prepare for war. Oh, look out Taiwan and Hong Kong. China's going to come there. Hong Kongs are obviously part of China already. But China's guarantee you within the next two weeks, China is going to increase their military presence in Hong Kong. In Taiwan, um, well Taiwan, the island that very few nations actually recognize now as a country Independent country, that is Taiwan, where the real China is, the good China The Republic Chinese people Yes, good old Taiwan that has a snapdragon company based in Arizona You better watch out China's coming for you soon. Where is Trump? You know, if Trump was still president, he would definitely, definitely, definitely have stopped half of this from happening. (laughs) I kind of wish he was still president. But then, of course, he lost the election, didn't he? Or did he? Did he really lose the election? Or was it due to fraud The worst crime on planet Earth. Well, I'm going to tell you right now the fact. Trump did not lose the election. That is a fact. There was a massive amount of fraud. Literally massive. On the Democrat side. Due to this fraud, Trump did not lose. I just get upset when <laughs> when I see people like, Hey guys, Trump lost the election. No, 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 and no. No, he did not lose the election. At least, not, not technically. Well, you're gonna, probably going to say like, Well, Trump had to have lost the election. He brought these election fraud cases up to court and lost all but one of them. Well, that's somewhat true. He actually lost... Yeah, he lost all but one of them, but they weren't over election fraud. They are over irregularities. So, like, why weren't these people allowed into the counting booths with these people? That's an irregularity. And it's very easy to make up an excuse and win a court case against your sewer from that. That's why Trump lost lost those, except for one. They're very hard to, um, yeah, very hard for you to win if you're the guy who's suing. And so... His plan was this, Trump's plan was, we're going to throw these irregularity cases into courts, we're going to win them, win this one, win that one, again and again and again and again, and then we're going to bring it up to the Supreme Court, and we're going to bring it up as election fraud, and we're going to win with a massive blow against the Democrats. And I will be president still. Amen. (laughs) Sounds like a nice prayer, doesn't it? <laughs> Unfortunately, that's not how it worked. The Supreme Court said that they don't even want to interfere with the election. And I'm going to be honest. I would rather the Supreme Court not interfere with an election than have them interfere. And the, the reason why is because if they interfere with this election, the next time the Supreme, uh, Supreme Court becomes Democrat, it's going to interfere with a Republican election against us. So I'm kind of glad it didn't interfere. But then those other court cases, yeah, it... This all has a reason for why I lost. But then was there fraud on both sides? I read a news story, like, a couple months ago about how these two Republicans were arrested for committing fraud against Biden. So, like, they duplicated their vote for Trump. Um, The unfortunate thing is they were caught. (laughs) I say unfortunate because I think it would be kind of funny if they weren't. But, yeah, they were caught and arrested, which is... I'm going to be honest with you, it's good that they were arrested, you cannot ever commit fraud. But it's not proof that there was fraud, like massive fraud on both sides, no. There was an incredibly massive fraud done by the Democrat elites on the Democrat side to make the Democrats win the election. Republicans on the other hand have integrity, true integrity. We didn't commit massive fraud like they did, our leaders did not run fraudulence. Would you climb voting booths and help or support the fraud? No. There was fraud on both sides, not massive on both sides. There's always fraud on both sides in every single election. There will always be someone on both sides who commits a little bit to fraud. The Democrats just committed it to a level that made them win the election away from us. They stole it. They didn't win. Sorry. They stole the election. I'm going to say that from now on. The Democrats stole the election from us. Can I prove this? Yes, I can. During the election, there was a guy who had video access to the uh, voting areas. And the interesting thing about this is they were live. And he shared the link to these video things so we could watch what was going on in them. Which is legal. It is legal. And you could watch them duplicate votes. This is not okay. You can literally watch them. And some people are going to use the excuse of perception. Well, it's just the way you perceive them. Oh, of writing different ballots down and copying votes and stuff like that. No, no, no. It's not the way I perceived it. It's the way it happened. What's the way you perceive it? I bet you didn't even look it up. Of course, they probably have an excuse like, Well, I was writing letters to my grandma multiple, multiple times. No. These people cheated in the election. They helped Biden win. Okay, so I still have a little bit of time left here, so I'm going to move on to a uh, a topic that a friend of mine suggested, gun control. What do I think about gun control? Well, there are... uh, I just saw this according to the Epoch Times. The House... Actually, I think it was the Senate, agreed to uh, Mm -hmm. tighten the uh strictness of gun uh what do you call it background checks and okay i mean background checks are not the worst that can happen i don't like them don't get me wrong background checks are not the best either but they're definitely not the worst i think we need to do for guns instead of background checks we need to have this thing where if you go to jail and then once you get out of jail or prison wherever you were from your punishment is you cannot buy a gun ever again in your life that needs to be put onto your ID card so that when someone looks at your ID and they should have a scanner thing like a what do you call it, a QR code on there so they can scan it and then they can scan the gun and when it scans the gun it should come as illegible you cannot buy this gun and the cashier will say I'm sorry but we cannot we cannot uh, sell you this gun you're illegible you went to jail or something bad as a much better solution to so-called background checks i don't know why anyone hasn't thought of that before (laughs) probably have they just haven't brought it up into senate yet or congress let's go on to another topic blm so i have this cousin who lives in california and she requested that i talk about this black lives matter is trending again in california why? I don't know. <laughs> For the heck of me, I just gave up on looking at California news a long time ago. I just <laughs> California is a crazy place and I despise California with all my heart, mind and soul. It's a crazy, disgusting place. So Black Lives Matter is is a terrorist organization. They literally beat people up in their riots just because you were white or supported the police what what they're also the biggest hypocrites too <laughs> like the i saw the news on this um this black lives matter person is just like um so um the police are not protecting us enough even though they hate the police police are not protecting us enough we need more security and we're just like yeah you hypocrites duh stupid 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 so black lives matter is a horrible thing if you ever see anything with black lives matter or blm Tell them this, all lies matter. And don't don't say that to be opposite of them or whatever. Don't say that to piss them off because of this. We have no systemic racism, laws, or anything that are racist within our government anymore. We might after Biden's done against white people, but <laughs> hope not. But as of right now, we do not. Which means we all fall under the same laws. We all fall under the same category. If... If people say or tell you that black people are systemically oppressed, tell them all lives matter. Because that's not true. All lives are oppressed by the government. This abusive, horrifying government. Well, they're going to tell you. Yeah, yeah, well, 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 police, they're different. See, they have power. And they don't use that power against white people, but they do against black people. It's horrible, horrifying. Well yeah, well black people also commit a larger majority of the violent crimes than white people do. That might just be a good a good reason on why. Now, I read the George Floyd uh what do you call it autopsy, I believe is what it's called. I always get mixed up with autopsy and biopsy. Don't ask why, I'm just <laughs> I just get mixed up with them that sounds similar. And I read it, and it said that his reason of death was not from physical harm. There was physical harm on him from when he was pushed to the ground. But his reason of death was not from physical harm. It was from his drugs in his body. Uh, methamphetamine or fentanyl, whatever you call it. Uh, fentanyl, it was fentanyl and some other drugs. I believe marijuana was one of them. He also had COVID in his system, but he didn't die from COVID, obviously. But <laughs> I'm going to talk about that next time, about how COVID is up scam these days so I hope you guys enjoyed this episode Uh, let me know what you guys think and you can send me suggestions for topics for either next episode or if I can't fit them in then I'll do the next one because I have a somewhat busy schedule in terms of in terms of um, podcasts outlines that I've made So let me know. You can email me at rvbtwitter at gmail.com. That is my podcast, Gmail. And I'll see you guys all next week sometime. Can't guarantee you what day next podcast will come out. It's just whenever I have time to do it. (laughs) Sometime next week. Thank you all for listening. See you all later.